Welcome to the Kuya Chris and Friends podcast. This is the relaunch, relaunch of the podcast. I have around how many episodes? A good amount, but I've been on hiatus for at least like two years. Oh, shoot. Because I'm, I moved to a new website. I've been doing things. I've been going to school. I've been uh, doing a bunch of community org stuff. I've been just wasting time at home more. Ha! Just kidding. Um, but what I have is a relaunch of the podcast. It was named, I think, Good Vibes Nation once and then uh good uh kuya chris garage or something but now rebranding to kuya chris and friends a filipino american perspective parenthesis the garage uh so this relaunch episode to get onto it is a barber series of sorts it's i have um two sections the first upcoming section will be with kevin lorenzana he is a student from daily city born and raised san francisco slash daily city he was president of filipino student union at some time um a year ago i think he is also a barber so i got a haircut um at the garage studios i've set up the mic and so he's cutting while we're talking a little bit there's also going to be a piece that he did uh, he's gonna sing and rap a little bit i'll move that to the beginning so right after i talk he's going to um do his piece then it's going to be the section where we just chop it up and then actually, there's a second section. The second section is audio from GoPro footage that I shot in November, election day. The day that we found out that Trump won. So when was that? Election day 2016 was November 8. So we have a big gap, right? We have this session right now, which was just last week. It's March. So first week of March recorded. Then in the second section, you'll hear a flashback to the another cut session. He's cutting my hair and we're just chopping it up. It's a long session. It's around an hour plus and we just chop it up about things, our feelings. First, it's just random like school things. And then it's also our reaction to election and to hearing the Trump won. So I hope you enjoy. Check out Kevin Lorenzana. Let's see. That's Kevin, K-E-V-Y-N, Lorenzana, phonetically spelled. Um, and if you Google him, oh, a photo pops up on him. But on his Instagram that he shares, it's Bonafide Abstract. It's a little special spelling, let me tell you. Bonafide, B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E underscore abstract. But abstract is spelled, the A, the second A is spelled with an X. So it's A-B-S-T-R-X-C-T. So he actually raps. He has, um, he can sing. He can 
do poetry, his poetry, like uh, flow, has a good spoken word flow, and he cuts hair. He also has a, he goes by blessed with clip hands on IG also. You could DM him for haircuts. I think he's charging 10, 15. Um, oh, he has some good cuts up on here. So hit him up. Uh, good dude. Let me know your thoughts. Kuyakris.com. That's the relaunch website. I'm going to do my best to continue. The goal is interviews with Filipino Americans and just people around in my life and little updates here and there, personal journals. But for the most part, hopefully providing something that is useful, entertaining, a little perspective from the point of view of how old am I? I'm a 25-year-old. Old Filipino American dude living in Daly City. I go to Skyline College right now. Hopefully, I transfer soon. I work under the federal work study program of Skyline College, so I help out with learning communities. Kababayan learning communities. Shout out to Skyline College, dope spot. I check out and help out with some high school classes. Shout out to Pinoy Pinay Educational Partnerships. I help teach at Denman Middle School. A lot of things has gone on since the last episode. Dang, time flies. Let me just double check the last episode date was... It was April 15, 2015, and that wasn't even a podcast. That was a transcription, like an audiobook of Renato Constantino's The Miseducation of the Filipino. So, yo, time flies, but I'm grateful for what we have. So, let's move forward. I'll leave it be with Kevin Lorenzana. Peace, sizzles. All right, tell me when to go. Okay, welcome... Kuyu Chris and friends, yo, yo, we got yo. Kevin Lorenzana, please bless us with your music. Alright, alright. Try to relate to the motion away With that drop, Hiroshima said Now we gotta heal this cultural world amnesia Listen to what they feed you on social media Let me invite you to the life I live They see me as an isolated Asian whiz kid While they marginalize my Filipino narrative So I take out my pen Let me begin I came to win battle us since it's sin So free your mind, your body and your soul Verse 2, here we go, uh Kinda forgot Oh shoot Yo, dialogues, journal writing It's a process of decolonizing deep 
fuck Tunong tunong grandpa Why you tricking and playing my junk Yo affirmative action with people who look like me Questioning the hegemonic chronic community That we must emancipate Create a safe place to embrace To retrace what history has made We will not be displaced To replace my barrio With coffee shops and parking lots We need to know who we are To heal the scar Because as a people We made it this far So Free your mind, your body, your soul Keep your Background. Howard Thank was you. in the background. <laughs> Kuya Chris and friends. Kuya Chris and friends, boy. We out here. Nice. I kind of messed up, dude. Shit. I'm good. <laughs> Yo, dude, that was kind of that was that felt good, dude. That honestly felt good. Get that, get that song out of my chest. Okay, and then on another day we can fully record. Um, like a good, good version. Yeah, hell yeah. Right. I gotta like, practice. Uh, like a studio version. That's so this was yeah, like the live yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. We can we can record like a, um, like the final version. Dude, hell yeah. Let's cool. Let's do it. So last 10 minutes. Uh, come here real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit. Oops. Tell us a little bit before you leave what that song was about. Um, why you wrote it and your thoughts about it. What's, uh, what's the takeaway? The song was about... Um, so, let's do it like before, present, after, right? Like why you wrote it, why you began the process, mm -hmm. present, like what is the song saying and going about, what's the message, and then third, future, what's the takeaway to move forward? Okay, okay. So why I wrote it was because um, it was for uh, Rod sociology classes uh, presentation it was about the decolonizing how to decolonize the decolonizing process mm. um, this is for the his project called the um, mind body soul project and I made this song because um, all my life I felt very uh, marginalized because of being born here in, a, in, a, in America as a Filipino and not even seeing the homeland before but as long as you know who you are your roots your traditions your culture I mean you're just as Filipino as all Filipinos around here you know what I mean mm. as long as you know your roots mm. you know where you came from you know your family's history and and I also made it because uh, free your mind. As you can hear, the chorus is free your mind, your body, and your soul. Keep your roots gold. And until then, if you free your mind, your body, and your soul, that is decolonizing yourself. That's the decolonization if you free your mind, your body, and your soul. How do you free your mind, your body, and your soul? How do you? Free your mind, your body, and your soul. I'd say just honestly being being open to to, to uh, being open to 
uh, a lot of new things like your culture and being being able to to speak about it uh, to be to be able to be passionate about it and to always be curious about you know your culture and your identity um, how do you in, in in my perspective is I think like music mm. music is, is one way to free your mind for me um, yeah yeah that's Cool. Thank you, Kevin Lorenzana, for coming on to Yo, this was crazy, man. This is legit. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, Bonafide Abstract. Uh, Follow me on Instagram, B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E underscore A-B-S-T-R-X-C-T. Okay, so abstract has an X instead of yep, an A. Instead of an A. Alright, thanks for coming on. Yo, this is legit. Shout out to Howard, my boy. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> peace. Alright, peace out. We outie. Woo, so that was his piece. That section was actually recorded before this following conversation session. So we're kind of jumping around and doing audio editing magic, splicing. So here now, the mic is a little bit farther away from us because he's cutting my hair and there might be a little bit noise, but conversation was good. So here's Kevin Lorenzana again. Yeah. Here we go. Welcome hey. to Kuya Chris and Friends. What's up, what's up, what's up? Let's see if this is a good what's a good this is a good spot. Ooh, right here. The GoPro. Yes. Welcome to Kuya Chris and Friends. <laughs> I'm with Kevin Lorenzana. What up? Skyline represent. He's gonna cut me up, make me look foggy. Thanks, thanks for having me here, man. Thanks for coming to <laughs> the garage, as I like to call it. The garage. The garage studios. Uh, we have actually went through the last recording session we did at your place. Yes. Um, and I listened through, and that was the day that we found out that Trump won. Oh yeah, that's right. That's been Trump one, November. So that was November eleventh, right? Is it eleventh? Six? Was it sixteenth yeah, or something? I actually Ooh. don't. I forgot, bro. I forgot. But that day was a day of uh, of the orange, the orange man, the orange man taking control, and it is now March. What is it? Eighth. Today? March 8th. March yes. 8th. How time flies, bro. And he's the president. He's the president. He's made a lot of executive decisions. And here we are organizing. You know, Kuya Chris organizing down in Laia. Being inspiration, being Cup Amelia mentor. Dang, bro. Dang. Oh, shoot. Okay, okay, okay. Enough about me. <laughs> So, <laughs> you are now officially the first official guest of Kuya Chris and Friends because I think this will be the one that I will use as my relaunch episode. Woo! I will, I will 
have this recording, then I'm also going to add on to it the one from November. Mm. So it's just going to run through this and then the audio or the video also from last November I'll put up after it. You'll put it after okay. Just for like a little archive. We'll see how the audio ends up uh, because technically this isn't the best audio recording because it'll be better if um, we had a direct mic to each person, which I'll have next time you're here. Dude, new um, humble beginnings, man. Humble beginnings. This is it. This is legit. I like how you're doing this outlet. This is like a, this is like my first broadcast interview or something, or a broadcast just little collaboration. Mm. This is nice. Remember. <laughs> this is nice, right? Speak louder too, so speak that the, okay, okay. yeah, so that the mic picks you up. And then your doggy over here, by the way, shout out to Howard. Shout out to Howie. Shout out to Howie, your Sweeney Ridge hike. Yes, we had a Sweeney Ridge hike today, and your dog was in love with my dog. <laughs> your dog was licking the behind of my dog the whole day. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. We see nature in action and unfold in front of us where your dog would not want to go further, would stop hiking, was tired. But if sexy, my dog walks in front of him, <laughs> this fool runs! <laughs> he runs, I look at him. He's all tired now. <laughs> See, that's the chase. How tiring the chase is. That's the chase, bro. But he, your dog motivated him, man, and he just wanted a liquor. That's all, she wanted. That's all he wanted to do. <laughs> all right, so question. <laughs> You are part of, what was this hike for? Part of Capamilia. Capamilia Mentorship, Mentorship Program. Holla. Holla at? Holla. At where? Where is that? Holla at Skyline College. Skyline College. Skyline College, baby. Skyline College, two-year community college, an awesome space. Yes. Shout out to the Kababayan Learning Community at Skyline College. Yep, never, never forget, never leave them out. That has provided hella relevant education yep. for San Bruno, Daly City, and the surrounding areas mm -hmm. for Filipino Americans. Honestly, that's the whole reason I went back to school, was I saw the class of Rod um, Shouts out to Rod Daus Magbual, who is oh, now city, Daily City Commissioner. Yes, he's in the right. City Planning city Commissioner. Planning and his wife, Manal Arlene Daus Magbual, just got onto the Arts and Culture Commission Ooh. for Daily City, too. So. Shout out to y'all, we better be seeing some more events or something. Yep. Shoots. Shouts out to more Filipino Americans in power. Yes. Shouts out to that. More leadership roles out here. More diverse, diverse people in freaking power, bro. So when are you gonna run for office, Kev? Honestly, that's a big thing to think about. I don't know if I'll be, when the time comes, maybe if I get into it, but that's a good question. That's for you. You should ask yourself that question. No, You've no, been no, organizing, no. mobilizing from the homeland to 
Daily City, bro. Pinoy Capital. I have too many skeletons in my <laughs> closet. If you open that one, shit, one will fall out right now. Shoot. It's just all gonna clatter around. It's all messy. And if they listen to this podcast, there's too much <laughs> shiza on this of me getting too honest. That will be too much. So I'd rather support the people who are a little more clean cut than me. More <laughs> representative. <laughs> but it's also a lot of time. That's a lot. That's a little bit too much time. Commitment mm. and everything. But I I, I'd rather support. I support those, the Filipinos who want to get into those positions of power, mm-hmm. especially within Daily City. You know, yes. it's crazy. It's cool slash crazy that yeah in Dili Dili Daily City. Yeah, some good sandwich shops around here though. Yeah, Dili's. Nice. Shouts out to Ice. Ice like Ice. Ice is I. I like. I had little Lucas. That's a classic, like yeah. South City That's one, South right? South City, yep. Their yeah. those sandwich was huge, dude. bro. They fill you up. It's like a, it's like an eight dollar, eight dollar meal. It's eight dollars, but, worth but I was like surprised how big it is, dude. Support your locals, man. Think about. I just spent eight bucks at the Chow King here <laughs> in Cali. Now that I think about it, I'm like, you didn't get that much, oh, but like little Lucas for eight nine bucks. That was a monster. Those were monsters, bro. Like, I couldn't finish it. I and I was so in, oh, I couldn't come even. On. Uh, actually, I did finish it <laughs> once I got home. But I was so intimidated when I saw it. The thing is, I couldn't properly bite it. Like, bite mm. into it is so packed that there's no way I was able to bite to like bite into it. They're very. You have to be very straightforward when you when you order there because. They got a lot of customers going, it's like, what do you want, what's your bread, you have to notary or else they're just, you know, they're just gonna get a little, little aggravated at, they got aggravated at me just a little bit, cause I didn't know that they put hot sauce, I didn't want hot sauce, so they're like, you want hot sauce or the garlic sauce? I said, the garlic sauce. All about the garlic sauce, baby. Wait, who got aggravated at you? Little Luca folks? Well, there's one of the little Luca's um workers, man. Mm. They want you to be straightforward, like you can't change your mind really quick because they have a long line. But I give them props, man. They a seri- they take sandwiches very seriously. Yes, dope. It's like a small <laughs> spot. It's just small, but there's a constant pe- a supply of people going yeah. and buying. It's just a staple now of the area. And it's dope to see. But honestly, for some reason... Wait, time out. You want ice picks, bro? Yeah. Okay. My heart, in terms of sandwiches, is with Roxy's. Roxy's. In Excelsior. Excelsior. Like, that one, cool. like... For some reason, I just—it's just a good size, all right. It's not too big, but it's all—it hits the spot for me. Especially sometimes, yeah, it's pretty big. Um, especially after teaching, sometimes like we've gone there from Denman, and then just go just down the street and eat at the park. Mm-hmm. It's become like a comfort food and mm-hmm. like a good feeling. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how food brings you to certain spots? Like, yes, it gives you certain feelings too. Gives yeah. you a feeling of home. Yeah. Hopefully and that doesn't get died down because I know Excelsior is being 
is being a desirable place for profit now. It's Gentrification! It's not, it's not getting touched, right? Hopefully it's not getting touched. It's starting to already. Oh man. I'm pretty sure it's been in the works of families getting lightweight pushed out, but I heard this new development. You know that, um, this is what I heard from a friend, that laundromat across the street of the FCC. Oh, that's my spot. That's where I do my laundry. Oh, do you? Yeah, man. Recently, they found that in the basement, they were renting it out to a bunch of immigrant families. Like, Whoa. yeah, like five families or something. I'm not sure about the number, but around that, like five or six. Yeah. And then they found out, and it was substandard living conditions. Substandard um, living conditions. Yeah, and they were renting it out, and so they just recently got rid of it. Oh, oh man. And then so we were talking about it, and I was like, ooh, that's like a double-edged type of thing, because it's good that you get rid of the or you address issues of substandard living conditions right like they didn't have proper ventilation yeah that's illegal. proper lighting uh, maybe people need not, to live yeah plumbing might be wrong right people don't care nowadays but at the same time roof. yeah but at the same time that same time it kicked those families out right yeah so maybe some of them just like really needed a place and this was the one that was within their budget but I mean, there are repercussions of that if you know a pipeline blows up or gas gas, gas leak. leak yep. you know, that's that has more caution to the families living there. I know you got a place to live, but man, it's tough. That's tough. It's it makes me very grateful, right, to have this spot with my family. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mama. Shout out to the mamas out there. Shout oh, International Women's Day. Yes. Shout out. Uh, acknowledge that the saying, women hold up half the sky, which mm. technically, yeah, yeah is true. There, it's true. I think our population is 52% women or something 52% like that. 52% women. I know that it's leaning a little bit more in women, but it's basically half-half, but in some calculations, it's a little bit more like just a tad bit over to the women's side in terms of population. Yes. And there's a women's march in San Francisco it's happening this right Saturday. Now, or this Saturday. I know there's some mobilizations right now. Yeah, it's but like I'm a day not... without women or something like mm. that. Yeah. Today? I think so. It's a day without women march. Mm. So today's day without women. Imagine that, a day without women, or a world, a life without women. No, wouldn't be fun. That's how they did it back in 1850s with all these miscegenation laws, man. What? They'll let, they'll let immigrants in, Chinese uh, labor workers with no, just bachelors, man. Just the bachelors. The oh yeah, I get what you mean, I get what you mean. Like a world without women, that was a world almost lived by some of the workers yes like the filipino farm workers where the ratio was what like 
1 to 12, mm -hmm. I think, if I remember the ratio right. 1 to 12. 1 to 12 to 1, to 1 to 15, something like that. Yeah. Where it was all bachelor communities because they needed just all the farm workers, all the male farm workers to immigrate here. Mm -hmm. And then that's how you get the mono generation, that lost generation where they didn't have kids, not majority of them didn't have uh, kids to pass their lineage on. We need women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To have a thriving community. Yeah. The thriving immigrant community. That is true though. It makes sense. Like without women, the in terms of the actual reproduction, there's no continuation of the legacy, no continuation of the family, of the community. Mm -hmm. Whoa, that's fucking trippy to think that's, about. That's trippy, bro. That's trippy. I'm thankful. Thank you for my mom. Shout out to moms. Shout out to moms. Shout out to moms. All the titas out there. All the lolas. The All roots. the lolas. Lines. Oh, shoot. Oh, shit. Busting out the Filipino <laughs> words. Shit. Is this a Filipino-American perspective? <laughs> Shouts out to, to KLC. <laughs> Shouts out to KLC for educating the Filipino Americans. Yo. Okay, here. So a little bit about you. So from what I know about you. What you know about me? You are born here or in the Philippines? I was born here, San Francisco. As a native say, Frisco. Frisco. Shout out to Frisco Heads. Yes, I was born here. So in the city, not born, Dale City. Born in the city, yes. Mm. Raised, raised, had a little bit of my uh, adolescence in the city, but more so I kind of grew up um, out here in Daly City. So I was always, I was a commuter. Like I would spend some time out there in San Francisco and spend like- Why would you be spending time here? Because uh, my mother moved out here because mm. she, um, she 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 was uh, renting out a spot out here in Westboro. So where did you end up? Did you go to school here or San Francisco? I went to school out here from middle school till till high school. What high school do you go to? I went to South City College. Uh, South City College. South, South City, City High. High. Yes. Shoot. Yes. You should be the one helping Bo at South City. Then. That's the. It's crazy how uh, Bo's mobilizing Kapitira to, to South City now. Yeah, an after school college success program. That Yo, you got Bo on this podcast too, man. Mm. <laughs> that'd be interesting. That'd, that'd be, be great. Yeah, actually, that'd be a good. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> like to interview him a little bit more. And, why he does what he does. It's good to know those questions, right? Like, mm -hmm. what motivates you? Why do you do this work? Mm. Why do you, do you like being a counselor? You know, those are interesting questions. I like to ask Bo, get Nate Navado up here, oh, yep. Miss Kim Davalos to spit a flow. Hey, part of this podcast too, once you're done cutting, you have to perform a piece. What? That's part of this. 
This is also a oh, showcase of musicianship or art. So you do That's the purpose of this of this, this place. Yep, yep. The the plan is that uh, in regular interview days, right, when it's not like once all my mics are set up and it's not only also cutting hair, I'm going to open up the podcast with either a freestyle session or a performance. Mm. Um, so it'll be straight up performance first of um, the artist, whether you're a poet, a singer, you have a freestyle, then we can chop it up about that too. Mm-hmm. Why you do what I'm you down, do. I'm down, I'm down. Yes. Alright, let's go, let's do something. Did I show you Kuyu Chris and friends? Can you see that? Check that out. Yo, this is gonna be something. Kuya Chris boy. Kuya Chris. Look at that guapo boy. Guapo <laughs> sticker right there. Kuya Chris. <laughs> Check out kuyachris.com. <laughs> hey. Search on iTunes or your podcast channel for Kuya Chris and friends. Kuya Chris, one word. K U Y A. Chris. Kuya meaning? Kuya meaning older brother. Mmm. Older bro. And that was a res- like respect. Filipino in that tagalog. Tagalog. So back to it. Back to it. Back You're to born it. here. Yes. But from what I've noticed, you seem to know a good amount of Filipino stuff. You've been talking about babaylandes. Mm-hmm. You've been talking about titas and like the history of Filipino with that farm worker and the Chinese exclusion. Tell me. How do you get to know about like Filipino stuff? Um, it's literally the classes at Skyline. Um, mainly the the teachers that were so passionate about it made me really want to dive into it more, just by dialoguing with people like you, um, going to Bindlestiff, mm-hmm. going out to San Francisco, and opening my eyes more to all these. Filipino things that's around me, especially in the place I'm living in, you know? Everything has an influence on Filipino-American studies, man. Answer me this, growing up, I like how you're using a toothbrush on my face. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna look dope. Um, Answer me this, growing up, did you consider yourself Filipino? Was that something that you even thought about? Like, oh, I'm Filipino. I... I considered myself Filipino because of the traditions that were in the household, but it, it was only an influence of like, you know, my family. I didn't really know my own identity as a Filipino. What were the cultures that you had at home that you're speaking of? It was, it was, a, uh, you know, giving, giving respect to my grandmother, um, being Catholic. Uh, being, being a male male person in the family, being expected to know how to fix things, you know, mm. um, all these things that are Filipino. Uh, but I was also, I had an identity crisis because my family would, wouldn't speak to me in Tagalog, so I had a language barrier, and that kind of gave me an identity crisis, and also... Um, being different from a lot of the Filipino immigrants that would come to my school and I would hang out with them, but they wouldn't consider me as Filipino because 
I didn't know how to speak that language. Mm. They called me like gringo or some shit. Really? <laughs> yeah, they like, you gringo, man, you're not Filipino. Oh, shit. Not until I really own my own identity by just knowing the history and also um, wanting to learn the language. Like, I know that I don't know my language, but I'm willing to learn. Mm. I'm always willing to learn. Does that make sense though? Yeah, yeah, sense? yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's, that's interesting, right? The whole, like, even the calling you gringo, uh, a separation between these Filipino-born Filipinos and American-born Filipinos. Yeah. That's actually one of the topics of interest for Dessa. She wants to do, like, a research video slash documentary about the difference between that Mm. and why there might be a divide sometimes then what can be done about it Mm -hmm. that's something we need to support her in her production of yes that would be dope to really see because I think I've seen it but I've been I've been very like blessed in the sense of the things that I've been exposed to where I can I can fit into both like I'm born in the Philippines Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But I immigrated here when I was like 10, 12, we were going back and forth. So I experienced a little bit of having an accent, but then I've also been able to assimilate English better than a lot of, especially newly immigrated Filipinos if they're older, right? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have a thick accent. Yeah. Sometimes it comes out, but I can front the hip hop speak a little bit more yeah. or even the straight academic English yeah. uh, and but at the same time I'm not the best at Tagalog right so I have that experience that Filipino Americans yeah. will have of like oh you don't speak Tagalog that well uh, but I also can speak it better than a lot of Filipino Americans you know so it's interesting yeah. Yeah, yeah it's interesting that I can relate with both sides but mm-hmm. being able to see that there have been kind of divides because yeah. I guess I guess we're all just trying to find a place to fit in. So once you find a group that you kind of can identify with, yeah. you get into this behavior of like, yeah, fuck that other guy, even if they're very close to us. Yeah. Right. And it's it's sometimes uh, what brought me out of this thinking is some works of uh, Lenny Strobel's uh, mm. book. Um, I forgot the title. Uh, Coming Full Circle, The Process of Decolonization yes. for Post-1965 Filipino Americans. Yes, and yes. what really cured me was that, because I didn't know that I was going through crap mentality all my life. Like, I really wanted to just be better than other Filipinos and just be better than, you know, people. But honestly, the... The, the true Filipino way is literally uplifting the community, not bringing them down. Mm-hmm. So that kind of broke me out of my, my colonization thinking, my colonized thinking. It's just to help one another, you know? That Bayanihan spirit, you know what I'm saying? That Bayanihan. And if all Filipinos have that mentality, I don't think there would be any discrimination or nothing like that because there is like a Filipino and Filipino 
competition sometimes. I wonder. I really wonder what can change it. Uh, because you can, you can kind of, that seems very idealistic, right? Of saying, oh, if we all just have Bayanihan, then it'll be all <laughs> right. That's right. I know. See? It, it's, it's still there, though. Even because I'm thinking about it, right? If we say that that's the Filipino value, but we go to the Philippines and we see similar problems, though. Oh, yeah. Like, don't they have Bayanihan? What happened? How come there's no Bayanihan in the Philippines? Mm-hmm. That's the issue. And Actually. That's true. Yeah. You could say, oh, it's because of capitalism. That's, That's the buzzword to this, our generation. Capitalism. Capitalism. What is, what's capitalism, Chris? Capitalism is, I don't know, the dominant ideology that puts profit over the people, that tries to profit by controlling the labor of individuals through the ownership of other individuals' labor through businesses, mm. through wage in indebtitude, all these like the net, I think the, I'm not going to say I'm a social scientist in terms of understanding all this, but no, from my, know. from my understanding, the major critiques of capitalism comes from the perspective of Marxist analysis, where it looks at the different structures. Yes. Um, and classifies people based on their mainly economic class becomes economic and social class so the the two main ones are the bourgeoisie Mm. the bougies and the proletariat Proletariat. i think proletariat is like the working class Mm -hmm. um and then because katrina just wrote an essay about this uh, talking about what she read about, what she read about. I think it was like the the true right of an individual, or the true creators of value in the world are the skilled laborers, the ones like butchers, the ones uh, farmers mm-hmm. who create value out of the material world, mm-hmm. right? So those are the craftsmen. The ones who can take these raw materials and turn it into something of value. But we then, yeah, we exploit that though. Yeah. We don't give any light to that. That's sad. And then the, the ones in power under capitalism takes those said creations and attaches a value to it that can thus be sold. And that's when, yeah, sold your labor and creation thus becomes a commodity that can be bought, sold, and owned. And so you thus, both your labor and you as a creator, become a commodity that seeks to be controlled. So fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) These social times are important. (laughs) You should be a teacher. Fuck that. <laughs> teachers don't make enough. I'm just kidding. I like that teacher. 
I like teachers. Teachers are great. And teaching can happen in different levels, right? That's it doesn't true. always have to be a nine to five that's um, true. Mm-hmm. classroom. That's right. Cause that shit is hard, bro. Yeah, look at Bo doing it big. Mm-hmm. Not getting paid that much. No, sometimes it gets stressful. Like last Friday, I'll be straight up. Uh, I was at Denman High School. Denman High School. Denman Middle School. I teach for pet. Yes. North Knot Educational Partnerships. Hey, right. Um, and so once a, once a week, I teach uh, an Asian American Studies class at Denman Middle School. And so last week, admittedly, we weren't that prepared as we could be for our lesson plan. And we had to change, do a seating chart change. Mm. And yo, the kids were hella hesitant. Because they were already comfortable with their friends, you know. They They're don't like, want oh, to. I'm not having this. Yeah, dude. They ain't trying to move. It was a hard day, bro. There was a moment. They weren't listening to They you weren't listening, one. talking over us. Um, and there are certain classroom management techniques that we do. Though it does get tiring having to do it over and over again, right? Mm. Um, and then what ended up happening was... I was just telling them straight up, like, yo, in the end, y'all are 13, 14 years old. Why are y'all acting like you hella young? Mm. And, but what gets to me, yeah, what gets to me, because honestly, we're also there to help prep them for high school. They're transitioning into different spaces where there's, there's going to, be other teachers who may not take it as easily as yeah or will be a little more i would say discriminatory against noisier kids Mm -hmm. um so that's something to be aware of i give you props though for handling that you know san francisco public school kids are, are i know it can be a little tough man but thank you for handling it man but what's dope is I'm not the only one who's there, at least a co-teacher, but after we were like, what the fuck? Bro, I almost teared up. I almost, maybe because I was also low in sleep, so I was emotional, yeah. right? And I was cutting weight for the jiu-jitsu tournament, so I was also kind of like empty. kind of grumpy. Yeah, grumpy. But like, what got to me was, there was, we have a student who was speaking up because we were asking questions to the class, but when she's sharing, we have other students talking over. Oh hell! And that's what, like, for on some level, I'm I'm actually fine with them talking over me. I get it. So I'll just have to, all right, classroom manage, find ways. I don't take it personally that they talk over me. Mm-hmm. But there's something just I don't I don't like it when I see them talking over each other. Yeah. And like, especially with a student who's honestly trying to contribute to her answers yeah they're being disrespectful not listening like bro that ain't gonna fly if i'm in that space that's not something that's something that we all have to address right i'm not saying that it's only their fault right i'm not gonna be sure you guys said some classroom rules in the beginning of the semester and it's like for them not to follow the rules it's kind of kind of stressful yeah but there's a saying right there's a saying if a flower doesn't bloom, don't blame the flower, change the environment. Mm. 
So if you have a rose growing out, right, of a concrete, that was the metaphor of Tupac. That's not the That's a metaphor of this academic Jeff Duncan Andrade. Mm. said, if a rose is growing out of that concrete, but it's all wilted and dying, don't blame that rose for being wilted. Yep. It's doing its best. It's growing out of the freaking concrete. It's growing out of the concrete, bro. Right? Find a way to create more cracks so that more sunlight enters, for mm. more water to enter. That's right? right. Don't blame the student for acting out in the way that it, the student is acting out if that's the only way they, that they have been taught how to act out. That's right. Because of their environment, maybe because of home issues that have dysfunctional manifestations, yeah, right? That's right. All right, bro, I think you're done. Let's see. Where's my... Another poggy, y'all? Another poggy? Hey. Just the front, right? Not the back, the back yeah, next yeah. time. Next time. Oh, and then you did that line. So. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's looking more poofy. It's looking more like oh, I know. Look at that. Oh, shoot, picture, picture. Nice song. Thank you, fresh bro. Thanks for coming on to the to the Kuya Chris production and friends, and friends. podcast. Am I am I still uh, performing or what? Yes. Oh shoot! You got a guitar? You got a guitar, bro? Oh yeah! Oh, yeah, play guitar. Let's let's hear it. I want to hear it, bro. Let's do it. I'm down. Yeah, you're going to perform something. Yeah, let's go. Okay, okay. Boom, and that was Kevin Lorenzana cutting me up. So now in this following section, we have the conversation we had at his place where he cuts people's hairs. This was from November 8, 2016. We start off a little just chopping it up. There's a little freestyle session. The audio is a little bit choppy and not that great because it's coming straight out of a GoPro and we're not directly in front of it. But you can make out the freestyle a little bit, at least listen to the good beat. Ah, and then there's a conversation later on about us realizing what Trump's gonna win because we checked out Twitter and online and and then what we thought of the results after our takeaway. And yeah, it's a good little reflection on what the initial reaction was. I'll probably re-listen to it too, just to remember, because now it's been almost 100 days, has it been? I think of, uh, so January 20, now is March. So we've already gone through a good amount of time. And yeah, it's a good retrospective look. So hope you enjoy. I mean, Hillary had some good pointers. It's just that I think she's just lying, though. <laughs> just to be in, just to be in a, you know, position. But so we, hold on, let me just take this up. We up in Mr. Co Kevin Lorenzana's barber shop. He about to give me a clean cut. Right. Documenting this because so, uh, this is it. This is the lab. This is the beginning. Um, <laughs> let's see. Follow him on Bonafide Abstract. Yes. Um, I hope I hope everyone voted, and if you weren't registered, we we voted for you. 
That's bonafide underscore abstract. And for abstract, the second A is an X. <laughs> bro, you make it hard for people to follow <laughs> you, huh? Because <laughs> it's complex, bro. You make it hard for you to, for people to see what's going on, huh? You gotta know the deep. You gotta. You just have to just know the details, bro. Okay, you just posted. Ten minutes ago, a I voted uh, Instagram photo <laughs> for the more popular shit to post today. Yeah. Your sticker. Okay, bro. You might have to take this off. Yes. Oh man, how about for the soda thing? What did you, did you vote? For I that? don't vote for that because oh, I'm Daisy City. Really? Yeah. That's oh. a city ordinance. City bill. So it's interesting how it's over in different places, even across city lines, there's different things. Dang, that's true. And it's not always the same, it's not always the greatest, but that's how you play this game. Mm. What are you really fated? Are you gonna change it up or are you just gonna sit and sit. complain, bruh? What's Ooh. really going on? This is hip hop with clipper hats. This is the tip top. I'm just giving grants out. Yeah, I'm called Faps, giving grants. Cause I'm the father of all this land. Call me daddy, call me Kuya, call me Papa, call me Tata. Hey, hey, hey. The hands. Alright, and this brother, he's got a freestyle as well as he cuts my head. Yeah, I'm about to freestyle. Say I wanna say, let your voice be heard Like every day Your life is the music, your life is your life How you gonna do it? Make people ah, Cypher Cypher <laughs> Be a lifer Be a lifer Yeah, I just try to write words Cause I try to fly with the birds I just try to cry and be heard Try and be heard this is what you gotta hear We have to shift gears And open our eyes and our ears Cause we in the belly of the beast We can't let government feast on those who are deceased We need, I need my Okay, these are, these are clean Hold on, I sanitize these bro Just this for you said we in the belly of the beast Ooh. The government feast and the bodies of the deceased. Oh, this a freestyle or what? It's <laughs> tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little too deep. It's a little too deep. But I don't wanna fall six deep under while there's other brothers living under the prison pipeline. I'm trying to redefine. Was was really mine. Passing on to Kuya Chris. Mm. We cipher it, not about the diss. Mm. Uh. Uh, my name is Kuya Chris. I'ma remind all of you kids that you gotta be an older brother to those who are under, those coming after. If you are a second year student, you gotta just try to speak the language you are fluent in. Ooh. Give up another grin to the kid just coming right on in. It's mm. a reminder who are your little brothers? Mm. Who are the sisters that come after one another? Ooh. Yeah, you gotta pass on the generations. Ration. Let us not waste the rations. This is Ooh. us. 
passing it on just so we can build something strong. Ooh. I ain't talking burgers. I'm talking about cheesecakes. I'm talking about how everybody just tries to be great, but we all led by sheep. This is a freestyle. We all deep. We all deep. We all deep. This is on Spotify. This is on Spotify. That's Bonfide Abstract with Kuya Ooh. Chris in the back. Kuya Chris in the back. In the, is, these are the Garage Blues. Skyline College represent. Yup. FSU. FSU to to Kapit BC. Kapabaya Community. Mm-hmm. All of you kids out there right now in high school thinking you're too cool for the community college. Why you gonna spend so much? You just sinking in debt. Sinking in debt. Your life is gonna be in stress. Understand you're trying to get that private scholarship. Mm. All gonna be rich. Damn, you don't see that the system is made for you to bleed. Mm. After like what, 15 years, you'll be paying interest out, my dear. Mm. Giving a shout, you can't even buy a car now. So I'm telling you, go to your community college. I'm a junior kid now, I'm smiling because I ain't paying that much for my classes. I'm with ladies who are smashing. <laughs> I'm smiling, they're looking cool. I'll be just trying to just stay in school. Stay in school. Studied anatomy and bio. Wanna be my study buddy? I just wanna try yo. Uh-huh. Your lines. Why don't you listen to me as I bust another rhyme, another joke? Hey, I don't smoke, but I can get high with you when we talk. Oh. When we joke, when we smile. My brother, now I'm gonna rip it. Yo, I don't smoke. Just kidding, I do. That's why I voted for legalizing marijuana. But I know corporate interest on the marijuana. This is my persona. Oh shit. Go into the sauna cause you hitting it up. You getting so fly, you Bringing up the friction that everybody is asking why How we gonna do it like that, damn How we gonna just make us all burning I'm just trying to find a way for us to earn mm. another dollar Let me try to holler at the Pete Rock instrumentals Mental. Believe this is New York's finest I tried to beat another newest MC Ooh. Uh, Yeah, here we go Lyrical flow, we have to talk with the rhythm, with the words I was given. Uh, hold on, let me screw this in so I could give a good haircut, make the cut fresh. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, let's go. Let's do so, this. brother, can you bring down the sides? Give me that fade. But I'm trying to grow it out on top <laughs> Also the back Also Just the top When you get hit So imagine Once It's long enough This shit will be long Like right here Be that Leave Do you it. want the lineup still here? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Line up here But leave the top leave And the leave top. this back But then 
cut this side like that, you know? Oh, okay, just cut it like this right here. Yeah, wait, so... Oh, wait, you, want, you don't want me to cut here? Probably just clean it up, but I'm trying to grow this part out too. You want to grow this part out? Yeah. Starting here, huh? Yeah, so... I mean, okay, so kind of like a taper? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, if there's something I can find, I should have brought it. I hope you don't stop. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this, man. So tell the people, tell me, brother, why did you start cutting hair? And why do you keep at it, even if you're not going to pursue it as a, a profession? You told me you mm. are going to pursue your ethnic studies degree, but you still keep cutting hair. Oh, why am I tell still cutting hair? And I'm not gonna pursue it as a, a major, major career? Okay, that's a, that's a good question though. Okay, one thing. This right here is one of my hobbies. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't really, I really use this to not only make some money, cause like, your boy broke. But, <laughs> but I actually just, I, I do this because like you said, man, this is a form of organizing. I like to talk. And also, it doesn't even have to be about organizing. You can just be about talking about anything, bro. Um, that's the one thing I like. And I don't want to replace this because this right here keeps me human, bro. This keeps me sane. Really? Why? I, man, I barely go out nowadays, man. So this is the only time I, I talk to people, bro. That's how I feel about it. Um, keeps you connected. Keeps you connected, bro. Just check up on people, you know? Um, mainly the conversations. The conversations I have in here. Um, how people trust me. Trust me with their hair and they trust me with their struggles. Trust me with whatever that's on their mind, bro. That's what I like, bro. Kind of like, eventually, the top and the back will be longer. You know what I mean? Oh, like okay, eventually, okay. just the top and the back too, right? Okay, it's okay. kind of taking time too. Though. It's kind of like a mohawk in a way. Yeah, like but like a a wide, a super wide mohawk kind of, right? You know how it's like how this will be long, this will be long. You know how you know how the man buns now, right? Yeah, just like this, this top. Uh huh. You probably imagine a man bun that just goes all the way down, so it includes this part. Right. You're forming it, huh? You want to form it now, huh? Yeah, so instead of the, instead of, you know how man bun goes like right here? Yeah. Like, I want it to go like down and just continue like that. Eventually. Okay. Right? So that's why I'm growing this out. Oh, because yeah. I don't like that little, like, top knot type thing. You don't want the top knot. Yeah, you want a full man bun. Yeah, full man bun when like, these sides are cut down to like, high fade. High fade. You know? Okay, so you want it like, Straight up, just cut it like right here. Yeah. Feel like that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. do you, do your magic. Okay. Right there. Yeah, bro, honestly, I don't know. I like cutting hair, man. I just like cutting hair. Um, what was the question again, bro? Even if you're pursuing another field, like you just continue doing this. Like, cause now you know. Cause I have friends who, 
work part time and then they're also going to Bahai. Alright, the Bay Area Hair. Oh, Bahai. Bahai? Bahai. Uh, yeah. Hair Institute. Yeah, yeah. And then um, that's what they're going to pursue as their long term career. I know some full time barbers. It's just, then, it's just tough because, like, with that man, they don't even take a. a they do scholarships though, but it's like that's not guaranteed that you get it. Oh, it's Baha'i? Yeah, and they don't take financial aid. Yeah. They don't take financial aid, and tuition for that's like it's nine, almost nine thousand bucks. Oh shit. Or six thousand bucks. And how long is the program? It's uh, it's less than a year. But you do have to do a certain amount of hours. It's, right? Yeah, one. Th it's fifteen hundred hours. You got to complete fifteen hundred hours. And then um, you gotta take your state license. That's the thing with me. I was thinking about it, but I was thinking like I might, I should just finish my degree first and then do my extracurriculars. But right now I'm just gonna be non, you know, non. Uh, well, you just not taught certified. yourself, right? You just taught yourself. I taught myself, and it was through inspiration. Because my grandpa was a, he was a barber. He wasn't a licensed barber, but he was, he was the family barber. Oh, he would cut everyone's hair? Uh, yeah, my like dad's side. Family? Yeah, my dad's side. Oh, shoot. Yeah, would he cut friends too and everything? Yeah, and uh, my dad, my dad was cutting my hair at the time too. And uh, that's, and then he gave me, he gave me clippers and I just started cutting my own hair because I didn't like how other barbers cut my hair. Like every time I go home, I always see there's something wrong with it. So I fix it up myself. <laughs> really? Yep. That was it, man. That's... But I'm I'm for sure going to get a license once I finish my degree or something. Really? Yeah. You're still going to get a barbering license? Yeah, I'm still going to pursue it. I'm still going to pursue it. Just because uh, once, you're, once you're licensed, it just makes you more legit. Yeah. Yeah, you got a lot on your plate. You're gonna get your degree and then you're going to still get your barber yeah. license. It's only a year. I'm gonna take another year break just to do that license school. Uh, Once I have the money. After your after you finish your degree? Yeah, I was thinking of getting a scholarship from from the school. From from like you know, from uh or using my financial aid money. Saving that up to go to barber school. Yeah. It's just I'm scared, man. Like, just thinking about going to a UC. I don't. Sometimes I, I don't. I feel like it's not worth it. Sometimes. Why? Like it's just too expensive, bro. Yeah. Well, you gotta. This higher education is good. It's just you know, there's so many scholarships available out there. At least from what I heard, you just need to find them and really apply to them. The only bummer is that it's so much writing. You just gotta write, write, write. But maybe I guess for someone who likes writing, it, it could be dope. Yeah. Even I honestly don't like writing that much, but I want to look into more what other scholarships I can get. Because money is money, it's there. They say there's millions of dollars available, especially even in like private scholarships. You just have to find them. Hmm. You just gotta find them. Yeah. How's your UC Berkeley thing, bro? 
I have not written my shit yet. But did your insight questions already, huh? Mm, I wrote like one and a half of it. You're busy too, bro. You are allowing to play too. It's hard to juggle everything with with like classes, huh? Yeah, kind of. I've been noticing it. I've been a little like. But they said work on it every day, yes. even a little bit. And oh, the insight questions? Yeah. Mm. Have you been starting up? Fuck no. <laughs> I thought about Fucker. it. I chose my. I chose. The, I chose about it. I chose the questions. I just didn't write it yet. Like what? Which ones are on your mind? Oh, one is um. One was the one talking about your struggles and how it uh developed you as a person. Mm. Another one was um. Uh, what is it? Leadership skills that I performed here. Uh, performed. What else is the other one? There's another one. I was talking about. Uh, just talking about. The creativity. It was my. I, I don't think I've chosen the creativity one. You chose the creativity one. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's a good one, bro. All these questions, though, they, they're good questions. Yeah, good it takes. Yeah. It takes the just writing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and it's a good amount, but th that's the beauty of it, like, it's a really chance for you to share yourself. Yeah, they say it's not even all about the big words, it's basically trying to show who you are, it's not all about the grades. How you stand out. It's how you stand out as a person. Thousands of people applying. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You want to see how, how, like, like your, your your progress and how you went through adversity and want to see your struggle and how you try to maintain some type of standpoint, you know? Some type of like good, good standpoint. I mean, honestly, my standpoint is, is not all that good, but I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying. Dude, my, this, this semester is tough, man. And my, my GK might drop down a little bit. What classes are you? It's basically my science class and, and my history class because I haven't been turning in stuff. Oh, okay. For history? Yeah, history. What history? Um, just U.S. history. I don't know. What's been keeping me busy? What's been keeping me busy is, uh... One thing, I'm, I think it's work, bro, and I'm trying to... You, do you have two jobs? I have, I have one job. I yes. guess this is a job. Yeah. yeah. This is not too much of a job, but I mean... It takes up time. It takes up some time, but I mean, it's cool. Like, scheduling it at this time is cool. The rest of the night is just for me. One thing is just... Uh, is geology, because I'm, I'm actually way behind in that one, so I'm trying to catch up on that one. It's just my balance of my work, my, 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 uh, my doing your schoolwork and yeah. schoolwork, yeah. You've been leaving it for last minute, huh? Yeah. And then sometimes you miss it. Yeah. It's just tough. I mean, but I'm, I'm just trying to keep my head afloat. Yeah. I'm trying to strive for I'm trying to strive for at least, at least a beat. You can do it. You can do it, bro. I just hope that, uh, I just, it's just next semester I gotta really kill it, man. I can't, 
I can't feel next like semester. Do you get your classes loaded? I got my classes, but I didn't register yet because it um my registration dates on the 10th. What? Yeah. Shoot. Shoot. You should have checked in about that and gotten you to meet up with a counselor. I met up with Bo. And he did he put an SCP for you? Yeah, he put an SCP for me, but my my registration day was a little I guess it was late. I'm not we're early, I'm not too sure, yeah, but that's late. Hello late, bro. Yeah, people have been getting them this week. Or that Tuesday. This weekend. What? Yeah, people had the fourth even. For the third. Yeah. I don't know if it's I don't think it's. Have you withdrawn from classes? No, no. I can't lose my financial issue. It's okay though. Um, I'm down to. I just, I just need a. What do I need? I need a. I need a language class. And I need um history. Another history class. Language. Like, like Filipino. Um, you, you didn't take it in high school? High school? You didn't take uh, Spanish or any language class? I did, but uh, you're right. I should turn in those transcripts for that. Yeah, bro. I need so to do it too, but yeah. yeah, that's taking time. Like that would, I mean, I would love to take the, like the dialogue Filipino. I don't even think she's going to be. Yeah, I don't know if she'll be coming back next time. Because Bea just took over, right? Are you serious? Like a good amount of it. Yeah, I think so. Let me just check in with Bea. I heard she's not that good of a teacher though. Who? What? Bea? No, the other one. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> How has Bea been in class? She's good. She's funny. She's happy. Yeah, she is a good soul, huh? Yeah, she's she's funny. Very like she's like outgoing. Yeah, like mellow outgoing. Yeah. Damn, bro, it's crazy. What? Well, I mean, shoot, man, we got the thirtieth for the UC Berkeley thing. What else are you applying to, bro? Any uh, other UCs? A bunch of the UCs, I think. Mmm. So I don't know, I just want to stay local because I don't want to move far. Like, I just want to stay in the area. But I'm down to go to SF State if I don't get chosen, though. SF State? State is good, bro. Yeah, it, it is, yeah. But, uh, well, especially for their ethnic studies program, that's where it's at. That is where it's at, bro. Asian American Studies? That is where it's that's at. That's the heart of it. Like, yeah. that's the only ethnic studies college in the nation. Or one of them. I don't know if there is another one. Oh, isn't Berkeley an ethnic studies college? I don't think so. Because mm. they got an ethnic studies program, though. Yeah, they have an ethnic studies program, but not a whole specific college. Like, I just really kind of started understanding it was like, it's a whole bunch of colleges under the university, right, at SF State. And then, like, this is specifically, this is an ethnic studies college. Oh. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. 
I just never, I don't really understand it, but technically it's one of the only ones in the nation. Mm. And then that's why they were going through the, the whole problem with it last year. They're trying to go for it? Yeah, because of funding. Growing this out, bro. I'm trying to. I think the idea I'm trying to get is like, like from the front, you can't tell that the back is long. Mm. Like this side is still clean. Like yeah. When you wear a when you wear a cap, mm -hmm. like it'll still it'll cover it, right? Yeah. It'll cover the hair and everything. Like but when you look in the still, back, when you look in the back, mm. it'll be long. So what's up with the scary? Oh no, it's not a scary movie. Is it? Is it a? No, we're trying. It's gonna be in December. Oh, Have it's December in now. The Have you been checking in? Yeah, I see them at school, but I need to. I said, yo, I'm gonna text you because we need to go. We need to talk. Yo, JT is into rapping and hip hop. Um, hey, Pat seems pretty dope. Like very chill. I haven't really chopped it up with him. That's the 22 year old, right? Is he 22? He's not 22. Or 21? I'm not too sure. The no. older looking guy. Yeah, but he's young. He's oh, not real? old. Yeah. Kai's partner. Is he straight off high? Straight out of high school? I think so. I don't think he's old, bro. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm checking in with um Pat. Uh, I mean JT, he's chill. Yeah, JT good. is reach chill. Out to him a bit more. They do, um, I really do, bro. Um, that's what we're actually gonna check in with them tomorrow. With all the mentees. With all the mentees, I'm gonna drop by hopefully Bo's class. Uh, check in with them because I'm not sure. What time? Who? In their class, he has a counseling class with them. Oh. So I just drop by their class. Um, but I don't know who specifically. Um, mm. he's taught like some of the mentees, um, supposedly they haven't heard that much from some of their mentors. I know, oh, yeah, I, so haven't, I haven't. I have to check it. I don't know if it's you. I, I don't know I'm if it's... I'm one of them. <laughs> oh no. To, I need to, I have plans though. It's just, I really need to just text them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a balance, right, of understanding how much time you have and can give, yeah. right? But also taking into account like there's a commitment to be part of this, right? And you are like stepping into a position that, yo, you're the Puya. You just have to do it. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to go to the mentality flow with them. There's, Ooh, a, there's a mentality there's a one uh, coming up? Yeah, there's one coming up. I think on the 13th. You know how to perform that one, bro? Yeah, you did, bro. You <laughs> did. Are you gonna do another one? No. I don't know. I need to write more. Me too. Bro, how do you flow so good, bro? What's a, what's a good secret to flowing? Like just, when you rap, bro, you just flow. Just practice. I think a lot of people can do it. And I learn a lot more when I just flow with other people and try to uh, listen to what their attempt is and everything. Like what they bring in. I've grown a lot when we just freestyle 
me and Joseph. Hey. And then he'll flip it up sometimes. Hello world too. some tomato with pork and some gulai it's like steamed with the sabal I need to I need to cop my grandma's recipes because yes. she got arthritis on her hand bro so it's like she can't be cooking as much anymore it's crazy man this is, this is her house right? yeah this is her place so when did she live here yeah, she came here in 1960-something. Is she the first one to immigrate? She's... No, she was positioned by her husband's... Uh, grand... Uh, husband's mom and dad. The, mo the husband's... My grandpa's mom and dad was here first. In this house? Um, no, in Daly City. It is right on Templeton, too. Uh... And then my gra my the, my uh, grandpa's sisters were petitioning here first, and helped my grandpa get a house here, get this house, and then my grandma my grandma tagged along, and this this house this house this house was made. My grandma's the landlord of this house, so it's, it hasn't been remodeled in a long time, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, bro. This place hasn't, hasn't been remodeled. I, I need to remodel this, though. No. I need to learn how to uh, level out the floor. This one? This one? Yeah. Why is it concrete? It's not It's not balanced, so I used this, this, that wood right there, that little plank, oh, to make it balanced. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good project. You know, that's a lot of time. You know how to like remodel stuff? Carpentry. Basic. I know basic carpentry. Um, Who taught you yeah. all that stuff? I would just help at home when there's stuff to do or and I would watch when some of the manos would come over and do our remodeling. <laughs> hey, 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 they're the next level. The next level. They're the ones who can do everything. Are those your uncles? And no, just the handymen that um, we would meet all Filipinos like we had one we became like family like we would I would watch him like, do a hell of work bro he did hell of shit for us and very grateful for him he, like those yeah. are dudes yeah whose stories have to be told like hell yeah bro the one who's working on our house right now uh, yeah. Manong Jaime he like worked on ships before damn you talk to him yeah like, dude that's good you're getting the real stories man yeah, like just laughing and stuff very good very dope dude and his whole foot got cut off during a shipping accident right fucking like decapitated like dismembered right 
like just completely like disattached and then they had to reattach it right Damn. by icing it. <laughs> i was like what the fuck so he walks in a little slight not it's not noticeable like up front but you're like wait are you, is, he, is he okay like that he's like oh it's just how it is Dang, he's saving it out then savage and he works as a handyman what position. him and another guy is doing hella remodeling at my place right now like they've built whole new rooms all the lighting all the insulation all the wow bro just them just them, just two. them two yeah wow i wish i had the time to kind of just wait where do you live again bro near westboro oh how'd you find those monos one one because usually yeah it's usually hard right it's usually hard you could just find the the spanish people up in the in near home depot but barely the monos one guy a main dude because we had a, a contractor when we first moved here i forgot how my mom got him but maybe by reference oh um, i see and he did a whole bunch of remodeling and mm. this mom was one of his workers mm. and so we just stayed in contact with the mano because the contractor kind of duped us um but we just stayed in contact with the mano and then he's just been with us the whole time and hella grateful to have him dude like he's been killing it for us. It's hard to find some honest, you know. Yeah, that you can workers. trust. We fucking leave the house. Yeah, it's like, alright, because sometimes we can't stay. We're yeah. just like, get the food here, the food is on the table. Yeah. No, no, just go get it. And like, you could feel that you trust them. Yeah. Like, you can't, sometimes you can't, bro. Sometimes you can't. it's hard. Like, yeah. I have, I have a friend. We don't. You should meet him. He's a good dude. He's in tech. I feel you would be a good person in tech next year. Once you get to Bro, I really do want to join Pep, man. I think you have a good vibe that, like, I see you doing well at a high school level. Um, hey! You a good role. Even middle school? I can see you also as middle school because you're very relatable, but on that transition level they're both looking for kind of role models and like mm. cool dudes mm. right to kind of hear their stories out to see if they'll listen to them right mm -hmm. and uh, it's uh pep is not more of a um it's it's a it's an apprentice program right Mm, I would uh, to lightweight. I would say more it's a volunteer program. It's a volunteer program. Volunteer program with opportunities to grow, right? Mm. And it's not necessarily a direct apprenticeship, because honestly, there's only three main directors and what forty teachers or something. Uh, so it's not like you'll get direct. You don't get paid for this. No. no. Mm. You don't get paid at all. It's non-profit to yeah. the most. It's kind of a bummer. It's good though. But it's we spend a lot of your time with the kids, huh? Yeah. Well, not as much as I would like to. I, I only get to go to to the um, classroom once a week so far. But because of time, 
but you're devoting maybe like two days a week at least or two to three days a week um, to meet with your barangay to go through the meetings it's a good amount but you can balance it it's taught me really how to balance things more because yeah. I have to get it done so I don't disappoint people because mm. the people are dope and the work that you're doing is important the work yeah. that you're doing is like teaching all this ethnic studies all the things that we learn in Rob's class yeah. right that we only get to learn about it in college you get to teach it at the middle school level at the high school level even at the elementary school level that's crazy how do they take that in that's the goal that's the task right how and that's what we learn how to do we get certain uh, we get basic training like kind of theory um, kind of introduction to a theory of teaching but mm. you learn really by doing it does this this is working towards your credentials right you nope. want to be a teacher it's a good experience but it's not a credential program because you gotta put in hours for a credential program no uh, to be to have I your think credentials. so but i think it has to be under a specific oh uh, Oh, so once you get your credentials or go in a credential program, you already know what to do. Yeah, basically, because not, for example, not everybody in PEP right now wants to be a teacher. Not everybody in PEP in the long run is planning to be a teacher. Yeah. And so, but there are some people who are, and this is a good step into towards um, getting their credentials. Yeah, most definitely. Like it's experience, it's skill building, it's mm. good. Mm. Damn, bro. You don't want to be a teacher? Mm, not at a school. Not like a... Especially like not at a high school or middle school. Cause especially in high school, like with all these standards, these common core standards, which like kind of forces teachers to meet certain criteria and sort of limits their creativity and what they're uh, able to teach. I agree. So, I agree. Versus in college, it's a little bit more open. Yeah. Like you can get into some dope topics in college. You trying to be a college teacher? Nah. <laughs> Not in the near future. I see myself teaching one-on-one -on -one when I'm interacting with people. I see myself teaching at a community center, helping people create music, helping people run programs. I see myself teaching through music or poetry or art. But So these are lessons that I'm learning how to teach, what's effective. Because I've learned a lot, like, I've learned especially with middle school kids, I bet they you kinda, did, bro. They, they're, they're, are they like hard to take care of? Last year was harder than this year. But what's hard is opening them up to really get them interested and invested in what you're teaching. And it makes you think like, huh, am I, am I doing something wrong? Am I really serving them the best that I can? Because sometimes you just might be phoning it in right mm. like oh i'm the teacher of all the answers but what if it's not fucking interesting to the student what mm. if it's not useful to 
whatever is going through in their life. Maybe that's yeah. the problem. And maybe you're not presenting it in a way that is actually that it, Yeah, that's really... Well, that's, the, that's tough, bro. Mm -hmm. That's tough. Mm -hmm. But it's fun. It's a fun challenge so far. You gotta experience that somehow. Yeah. And I think it's helped in other aspects of oh, my yeah. life. Just like... Uh, Going to class, speaking classes, sharing in classes. Public speaking, most definitely. Public yeah. speaking. You um, take public speaking already? Yeah. Oh, that's. I took it with Favela. Oh no, Herless. Herless. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Damn, bro. It was good. Did you take it? I'm taking it right now. Oh, really? Who? Yeah. Who do you have? His name is uh, Shivers. Gives you the shivers, gives you shivers, bro. So we've done all the like informative, offline speech, online speech, impromptu. Now we're doing a. No, actually now we're uh, we're doing the informative speeches now. We got to talk about a nonprofit organization. Oh, really? Yeah, that's our goal. Laya, my goodness, in action. Let's go. Gotta get a highlight, huh? I know, uh, you guys, there's another, there's another event coming up for live on the 18th, right? Yeah, the... Sunday Salam Sunday. Giving. Yes. So it's just a dinner. It's actually not... No emceeing? Uh, I think some just people, like... Bro, I couldn't emcee, bro. My bad, man. Oh, good. <laughs> I know, I know some people sometimes have to dip back a bit. You had work, right? I had work, yes, and I had to study for midterms, so it was scary. Yeah. Yeah. At least Dessa stepped up and Dessa's she did well. Dessa's on it, bro. Dessa is a dope person, really. She's so dedicated, man. And she's, she's dedicated to the to the most time, bro. And she's so friendly and chill. For real. <laughs> she always comes off nice. Like she never sound sound demanding or rude. Mm. Yeah, that's why. Um, that's that's what's cool about it. It's like you want to help her. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm done. What are you doing? I know. It's like you want to get in on whatever she's doing because yeah. it'll be helpful. And that's a good vibe. That's, those are people to oh, yeah. kind of really foster relationships with, mm -hmm. in my opinion. She was asking, she was saying, hey, so uh, for my birthday, who wants to go to a strip club? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> she said that today too. Oh yeah, she did. Where in in PCN? She was like, "Is is strip club rape considered rape culture?" <laughs> she asked that. <laughs> yeah. What did Grace say? She said, "On on the guys' part, yes, but on the girls' part, not so much because it's their it's the girls' choice." Hmm. See, I don't know. I'm looking forward to see. I'm looking forward to checking with y'all Thursday. How's it going so far? It's going good. Um, I think uh, this topic is 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 this rape. The whole rape culture is is uh, I'm finding out more things about it, and it's actually um. I mean, we go through it all every day, man. Um, in, in our language and how we speak and the media and crazy uh, you think it's changed any way on how you uh, 
communicate. Yeah, sometimes it's subconscious though. Like, like sometimes it's like it's. I contradict myself because a lot of guys at my work, you know, when there's a hot girl coming in, it's like, damn, she's not that bad, or like, you know, something like that. And I just, I just go along with it, even though I don't hella like agree with them. I'm like, yeah, she's cute. It's just like how we see women as a as straight men. It's it's hard to have principle though, like just because. You're just gonna sometimes look weird because it's not socially acceptable to be all like, yo, don't say that, man. It's rape culture, something like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> because they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, bro, chill out. <laughs> See, that's tough. I mean, you know, it's it, tough stepping in, like, what's this called? Crossing over from the academic world. To the lived world. Exactly. Of, like that, the mainstream world, right? That's exactly it, bro. And because the academic world, you can also get a little insulated. Mm-hmm. Where you're not really with the majority of people in the mainstream. Exactly, bro. But that can be good too because there it gives you space to actually dissect things. Yeah. Right? But. Yeah. You can't be just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna sound like a. Oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. A little too try hard, right? Yeah. But there yeah. are issues, right, that could be addressed and should be addressed. Yeah. Right? Especially if it steps over a certain line. Now, where that line is is different from person to person. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting to, it's important to make that decision for yourself and to just be aware of it. Yeah, just, just to be aware of it. Especially with the whole grab the pussy shit. Grab, yeah, I know. <laughs> grab the pussy, man. Let's grab it by the pussy. That was big. Uh, That's uh, Donald Trump, bro. Uh, and what's a trip, bro? I was watching a live like update on the, on the states that he's winning because there are still states and shit that he's winning at right like huh are you serious dude it just makes me think like right here new york times let's see it's sad just the, people are not aware bro like dude people are not aware how important this is man or how much that affects even women voters? Really, women voters are supporting this guy? Come on, man. I don't understand it really. Or on some level, I do see maybe it's it's just certain. Um, it's here. It's very easy for us to see the bad because we're here in the Bay Area and we're in San Francisco. Yeah, let's be real. In these circles. It's very easy to see why it's so dumb and why it's so stupid when yeah. we vote for this dude, right? Yeah, you, you're looking at a functional approach. But what really is the life of a person there in rural Texas where some... Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I think it's, it's basic. Whoa, 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 but whoa. This is, this is the... Not everything has come in with the... <laughs> I think whoa. people are about to go... Things might get a little... 
What the fuck? Okay, now I'm scared, bro. <laughs> I'm scared for my life, man. Kansas, Indiana. Maybe because Alabama. they have a, more of a population than a, a, a lot of Democratic voters? The fuck? Damn, bro. All I know is I'm. That's trippy. I'm here to fucking make sure my fam is safe. Me too. The fuck just happened? Is that the final count? No, no, no. This is. Well, that's that's suspenseful, man. No, no, I heard in CNN, it's CNN, so you never know if it's true. That there's something wrong with the computer. There's a dysfunction in the computer ballots. That's why the numbers are looking weird. What would you do if shit goes down? <laughs> Bro, this is crazy. I don't know what I would do, man. I would honestly, like I said, I would get my bolo and then just be ready for anything. Holy shit. So I'm flying to the Philippines on the 15th. I hope that I can still fly back on the 27th. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm gonna be so sad if you stay in there, bro. I'm gonna boycott for you, man. 10 days, alright. <laughs> I hope oh, shit doesn't shit. go down know, in bro. 10 days. Even, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. I gotta get back to school. You gonna come back? You gonna come back? Uh, nah, I'll be boycotting for you, bro. <laughs> That's not cool, man. <laughs> I'll go to jail for you, bro. I don't care. That's not right, man. Interesting. I don't. I think. I think a lot of affirmative action is gonna take place in the upcoming years, dude. A lot of affirmative action. I think a lot of people are gonna be more politically active in the days to come, bro. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure, like, because. There's already pushback. I think it's just, oh man, I'm just, I was so scared when my mom voted. Like, I feel like she wasn't that aware. I should have talked to my mom about it. I, I messed up too. I left like outreach to my mom for last minute. And then she already voted before I sent, I was sending her my recommendations and all. Oh my gosh. But what would you do, bro, if Donald Trump was president? Shit, I just keep at what I'm doing. I'm gonna keep my ear to the ground on what the climate is, right? Because I'm not the first one to say things. Usually, I step back and I watch uh, because people are quick on the trigger. Um, in anything, whether it's um, one side or the other, mm -hmm. and that's when things can get rowdy. Mm. So I step back. My only concern is the safety of my family mm -hmm. and the uh, future of my community. Yep. And I'm just gonna pray for the best. 
That's right. I did what I did. I did what I thought is right. Yeah. And I'm gonna just keep on following that. Damn. People say, man, like to take to take freedom in uh, take freedom, take equity, take equality out of your vocabulary if you don't vote. But honestly, is it you really? Is it? Is your? Are you really? Are you? Are you really showing freedom through those candidates in your ballot poll? Mm. It's like that's what's tough for me, cause my history teacher always says it. You don't talk about freedom. If you don't. If you don't have that in you. If you're not voting. But it's just all like it's tough because. I mean, none of the choices applies to me. None of the choices applies to freedom in that ballot. So it's just like, I don't know, man. But honestly, no, I'd, I'd vote for anybody but Trump. I think Trump is the evilest one, bro. That's on me. But I wonder if we're in a bubble too, because like, we see that, but like, it's scary to think how many people like him. Yeah. And how many people still hold resentment towards others, quote unquote, you know, the other, whatever that is for mm -hmm. the moment, whether that's Chinese in the early, eight, late 1800s, to the Filipinos, to the Japanese, yeah. to, what was it, Russians, Germans, then to communists, then to, what is it, Mexicans, Muslims, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, the true. other, like this yeah, fear yeah. of the other, like, I wonder, because people still view, like, relate to it, like, even if these numbers are not final yet, you'll see there are millions of people filling in for Trump. So what does that tell you? I know like, one of the reasons why they're filling in for Trump. I mean, yeah, Trump has like really bad language, but he hasn't really made any policies that promoted war, not like Hillary. Hillary was always mm -hmm. in war. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. It's just that it's tough because he's, he doesn't know anything about politics or, or government. And he, I don't know, it's not only him making decisions, also his, uh, who's advising him, like, uh, his vice president, the, 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 lib what do you call those? The, it's not council. Advisory board council. Some like the, that, before he yeah. makes any decision. It's the all, cabinet. The cabinet, yeah. yeah. The cabinet, his cabinet. They make the decision, I don't know. His, and... This is, this would be the fear, is that the main problem with him, or not even him, like hit, his face can change, right? His words can change, but what it's representative of is this platform of antagonism, antagonism. Like hate, yeah. right? It's very like us versus them. And whoever that us is and whoever that them is can shift from time to time depending on the 
whatever interest he's trying to promote. Yeah. Like he started to include, try to get the black vote eventually. Yeah, that's so true. But, well, it's going to, it can have an effect on the mainstream culture, right? Oh, yeah. Instead of socially being accepting of one another mm -hmm. and that idea of progressing, there's this idea of say what's on your mind, fuck others. If you're not with us, right? Yeah. Okay, immigrants. Man. Oh, man. Ooh, it's... Right, but I get what you're saying, like, why? You're looking at the psychology part of it, like, why? Why? Why are... Why... All these, like, white supremacist people are looking at the others like that? Like, there is just... I don't know. Even not even white suprem supremacists, even the others are, are you know are with Trump. It's just why though? Why? Yeah, I don't... Hmm. I'm gonna put myself in, sh in people's shoes, right? I, Bro, I was watching like a rally video, like there's hella people at his rallies. Like, just to think... I think... One... The, it's a pushback from these last eight years of like a black president of people, maybe people tired of that shit and tired of just the, the same thing, right? They would see the same thing happening. People still fighting wars, economy still like being questionable or the government still lying to us, quote unquote. Mm. Them seeing that and connecting it to the Democratic Party and just being like, fuck the Democratic Party. True. That could just, that could be one uh, just pushback, like, fuck this. Like, I want someone different. And then they'll have, they can justify. They can justify. They, they can justify whatever wrong he's done. They can justify it by saying that, grab her by the pussy. Bro, that can be like, dude, that was 10 years ago. Get over it. He apologized for it. He um, he was in a private conversation. That's you gotta admit. Some people talk like that in locker room talk for fun and for jokes. Yeah. But yeah. he apologized for it. So get over it. Stop being so bent up in shapes over about it. So there you see how that can be a justification, a justification. by saying, Hey, look, what can he do? He's a businessman. He can flip this country around. All right, he says what he wants because that's the kind of leader that we need. Not somebody who lies all the time. Look at this liar and all these secrets, all those emails. Shit, you can have this argument, you can have that mindset just reinforced. Reinforced, right? right? That's true, and bro. That's why it's, if you think about it and think about humans and how they can pick sides, how easy it is for people to stick um, to their ideology, stick to ideologies, and then just rationalize out things, right? Yeah, that's the tough part. Like, uh, think about, hey, we've been at war all this time. See, he wants an independent policy. He said it. If you really want to serve the troops, if you really are a patriot, you wouldn't want Hillary, who's going to have more wars. Oh, mm. There's an argument there. That's it's true. very easy to um, justify voting for him if you want to. If you put yourself into yeah. people's shoes, 
and try to really think how they got to where they are. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see. All I know is I know I will survive whatever comes because I'm going to make sure my family is good and then my community is good. That's what I know. Yeah. I hold strength in the fact that I'm going to do my best. I just give props to the people who really fight, fight for policy changing and really like besides talking about it, they really do shit yeah. about it. They put their life, they're so selfless, man. Like that's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, there are some. Activism is cool, but I think to really shape community and really shape it is like trying to change rules trying to change that's tough bro that's tough people could protest all they want but like damn i just give props to people who really put their life on the line dude there are it's like i i would say that on some levels activism has become a cool thing yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of sad. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, at least it's it's brought people into the world to talk about the issues. Yeah, they could talk about it. But what I will say is, I've met people who you can see it in their eyes that they've dedicated their life to doing what they think they can in order to create a better world for other people who cannot fight the battles that they can that's true um yeah and then you can see it in their eyes sometimes like there's almost a it's almost a sense of tiredness some of them are wow. just tired from all the work that's required of doing it of like having to day after day like whether policy change talk share educate and that's true but there and then just day after day being pushing back against damn systems that are in place already yeah but that's those are the people i respect because yeah same. you can tell that they're just consistent with the work because they believe that shit they freaking believe that shit they're like they're like neighborhood superheroes uh, to be honest uh, and for the most part just like a superhero they just lay low right yeah. then yeah people see the works that they do the results of it like for example, having Soma Pilipinas, having that as a historic site. Yeah. No, like damn. You see the works, but you don't really know who the person behind the mask is. That's right? true. You don't know the people, every single person who's doing the work to get it where it is. Yeah. That's true, bro. Yeah, I just love that analogy. I can think of people who could be considered those. But they just, they just stay low. Yeah, they stay low. People in the community know about them, like, like know the good work that they're doing, but it's not like they're celebrated by everyone. Because it's, it's a, how would you say? It's, 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 a, it's a rewarding job on the inside. It is, yeah. that is true. I, I believe that. I mean, as much as you want credit though, you can't take all the credit because a lot of people contributed to it. Without mm -hmm. the people helping you out, you wouldn't have anything. Yeah. 
that's why um, during the the Brown and Black Lives Matter, I didn't want to take credit for it. I mean, I did. I did start the conversation. I mean, there was other people that started the conversation, but I, I helped to make it an event. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't. See, like now, the girl Oridian doesn't really want to collab with anybody, be- right. because like sometimes people take. Because I guess she, she, I think she thinks that I stole the the light of that event. When honestly, I didn't want that narrative. You know what I mean? I was just happy that everyone was together on this issue. And like, I didn't ask, I didn't ask that, I didn't ask Andrea, the girl who said that Kevin started it, he was the creator of the event. I mean, I wasn't the creator of the event. I was just another voice for for this issue. Did you say that during the event? I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say yeah. that. Fuck, man. That's why I gotta, I gotta apologize to her. It's all good, but I feel so bad. <laughs> it's all good. At least you didn't say it yourself, like I created this shit. I did not, yeah. man. But that's why, at least, that's my it's a learning lesson, right? The way I view it is take pride in the work that you've done. Though also take those opportunities if if the spotlight gets shown on you to redirect it and shine it on the people who have lifted the event up, right? Because if it gets directed to you, imagine you having a mirror, right? Like, oh, but it's also this person and that person and this person and that person, right? Oh my gosh, bruh! <laughs> I gotta talk to her, man. I gotta talk. Why well, have you heard from the grapevine that that's what that I heard? That's not what. That's what I think. But oh, I, I heard. I heard from the grapevine that she doesn't want to collaborate anymore because of because I guess um, the commit. I guess I don't know. She just. I just heard that she doesn't want to collaborate. I don't know why. Who's the? That was Lasso. She's that was Lasso. Who's the one from Andrea? You said Andrea. She's from Lasso too, and that's 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 who that Facebook kind of said that to to Jin. Jin said that because she talked to Jin. Oh shit! I mean, I hope that better not be the reason. But um, we're gonna meet on Thursday, and I'm gonna tell them after school. Uh, after class, I'm gonna tell them like, yo, this is not. Just know that this. I didn't want. I. That's not me. That's not. But take pride in. I think what will unify y'all is just to really emphasize and take pride that y'all put together a dope event, dude. That was a beautiful event, especially at Skyline. You will. Yeah, I will. Here, let me say. I would not be surprised if that event was at SF State, right? Mm-hmm. But it was pivotal that that event was at that Skyline College had that event mm. right true bro have you started writing something for Janice's event I I I memorized a little bit oh what did you create a new piece I'm I, I want to yeah I have to create a new piece I don't want to do the same thing what right? do you mean you memorize what did you memorize I memorize a small part of a new of a new piece oh shit but um is it by mama it's about my mom yeah, uh, that's the theme of the thing. That's the theme. I asked her. Um, I was like, oh, okay. What? what I mean, you know, honestly, supposed yeah. to be a theme. Would you want a specific thing? Mom talking about something. Like, maybe mom. 
because that's what her book is about, right? Microchips for Millions is about her mom. You read it, bro? She told, she said, um, I think it's in the back of the book or something. Um, but it's because her mom works in Silicon Valley, but making the microchips. And she's saying that there's a whole another side of Silicon Valley that's not seen these older women, like middle, middle age, doing labor because, work. Yeah, doing labor work because maybe their hands are able to do it well and they're just consistent. But there's a whole yeah. group to talk That's about. right. And that, that is a big topic because nowadays those microchips are products for this generation because this generation is artificial intelligence. We need microchips, man. How are we gonna have the Apple without microchips, bro? That's fucking shit right Then that's sad. That shit that connects us. That's Janice's mom, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> she made this for us. <laughs> And I don't know if they're not being treated fair, you know, all that sweat and blood. And those are toxic. There's toxins in there, bro. That's crazy, bro. I wonder what the world is going to. Let's see. I think though. Uh, I really want to. I really want to. I'm excited to see what's gonna go happen with you. I really am. There's so much. Um, how can I say this? So I'm many excited seeds, for you too, bro. So many seeds about to sprout in you, bro. Oh, oh, <laughs> take that seed. Take that seed. <laughs> oh man. Just, I don't know. I think it's it's Skyline. Really, honestly, like. It's just the teachers, the teachers that crossed my path really just, and you, you and everybody that talks about being woke really speaks it, dude. Really speaks it and like, you know what I noticed? I think even, what's cool? Grace's teaching and speaking has upped. Have you noticed that? Like, what do you think? Because compared to last, Last year, last first semester, um, versus now, I just see her and I feel like she's her vibe as a teacher is up. Maybe it is because she's teaching other English classes. Is she? Like English classes, right? Uh, I'm not too sure. Probably. She uh, has probably, but um, she knows a lot, man. Yeah. She really does. I don't know if she does her. If she researches all the time. She knows a lot. She always has something to say about it. What she says is good. It's right. It's just, uh, I was laughing when, um, Jason <laughs> was talking about dick shaming and trying to explain Ooh. it. Remember? Oh, you weren't in class last Thursday. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, yeah. What happened? What you got talking about? They were talking about feminism. Oh, yeah. Right? And then... Grace asks to do like a word association jumbo, right? So when we go over feminism, what words come into mind, right? Mm -hmm. And some words the class are like okay, empowerment, pride, equality, and then Jason brings up like, uh, but like extremism also, like there's a there's like an extreme side of it, and then. 
Grace had them expound a little bit. And of course, there, yeah, there is an extreme side, like the yeah. man-hating and... Misogyny. Misogyny. Mm -hmm. No, the man-hating part of like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like, it doesn't like men. Any dude, yeah. And then he was like talking, it's like a dick shaming, you know? Dick shaming! <laughs> <laughs> but what about that though? Uh, See, that's, that makes me uh, think too, like... I, I guess women's rights? How about men's rights? I mean, that's a thing too. It should be a thing to talk about. I think it should be human rights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is Don't be a uh, men's rights activist now. Bro. I know. <laughs> because, like... Uh, I'm actually torn with it, bro. I've had little discussions with Katrina that turn into many arguments. Uh, yeah, especially when it comes to like political shit. My face starts going like this, <laughs> like thinking. Oh, <laughs> My yeah. My thinking face. <laughs> that's. I think that's. Um, I think that's the beauty with. Uh, with a very, with a very person that's outspoken. Both of you are outspoken. Oh, yeah, but it's hard sometimes. But it's fun. If once we come back and how do you guys even start with these conversations? Sometimes I will admit it comes from like a fucked up joke I say. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. I feel it, bro. I feel it. I mean, I remember me and my girl fighting when I was talking about um. I was watching uh, Straight Outta Compton and she like always questions my ethnic studies like, you know, uh, statements and she's, it was, we get at it, we get at it and it's like, it's hard. I told her, yo, this is what we need to learn. If when we, you keep me in check if I'm saying anything wrong and I'll keep you in check if you say anything wrong, but when we're, we're when we're discussing about ethnic studies, you have to be okay with each other's opinions and talk about it in a more, in a very controlled, a controlled way. Because we <laughs> respectful. Were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're raising your tone, It's bro. tough, bro. Oh, man. Oh, man. Because she was saying that, um, um, that... How can you call this history when this still happens today? Now I got I told her like it has to start somewhere. It was it's like no, it, it it's it's still happening today. And then it was just that whole thing about history and it and I don't know, she was just disagreeing with with me about my statement. Why what was uh It was just a um the argument like this is part of history? Yeah, uh, yeah, basically. This is part of history. Ooh, and she's, more poggy. She was saying that it's not history. It wasn't history at all. And then we we're I was texting you about the soda tax. That was actually a debate with me and my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what I was like, debate? Oh, this is <laughs> This is yeah, dude. We this we're going at woke, it. Huh? We're going at it, bro. <laughs> Why she was against it? Huh? Um yeah, she was she was actually against it and I was actually I didn't know anything about it So I needed some help about it, but I, at first before I asked before I told you um, Before I told you I, I, I was going with it. I was going with it because of diabetes and all that stuff mm. Yeah, I was going against it. I really what did it. pissed off voter guide say? Oh Gabby? No pissed off voter guide the voter guide that um, uh, it said yes on it. 
Why was Gabby against it? She was against it because it, she said, I think she said it was like useless or something like that. To tax. To tax it? I don't know. I, I also forgot, but it was really, it was really a, it was a good topic. I was, I was, I was like visualizing you in a, like a panel of at least three, oh, um, like shit. talking about it, like really discussing. <laughs> what did, what did you, what did you and Katrina talk about? If you mind me asking. Uh, last time. Uh, oh, the one that gets us kind of like um, arguing is politics, specifically in the Philippines. Like, what's the next step? Like, how do you enact change? Like, we both saw problems, right? We both saw issues in the Philippines, like you saw in um, the report back. But then the response to it can differ. Um, the response to it, and sometimes you can get... it's It becomes an argument if you try to get the other person to to also mm. believe your point of view right mm. when when that and you take it kind of personally if they don't that's a problem oh, yeah. and so on both sides right it has to be respectful of that like it has to be a sharing of thoughts and opinions without necessarily cool, yeah. imposing right yeah and that's a hard balance to get and then you forget that you're in a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you start talking about, like, it gets personal. And like, ooh, the that, step back a bit. Like, did uh, she agree with you? Uh, not really. We kind of. Did you agree with her? No, we kind of like got to a point of like, okay, I think we, got we different have, ideologies. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think Here we go. Right now. Um, but we can still learn to respect each other. Even that's the best part. Yeah. And it's a work in progress because that shit goes up and down, bro. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you know. How long have you been with Gabby? Gabby, right? Yeah. We've we've been together for three three years, but now that I'm an ethnic studies major, I have things to say that brings thought brings thought and we both and she's re she's reading a she's taking a ethnic studies class and she brings thought and we both we both talk about it and that's it's good like what yeah. what comes up um a lot of like uh just like things like feminism uh what's going on in the media um we talk about is she relating to feminism feminism you should like it she doesn't bring it up that much but i bring it up more because <laughs> I believe that men could be feminists too. You're a male feminist. <laughs> I think I am. I think I am, bro. Ooh. I think I'm a male feminist. Why do you say that? Because, man, it's just like a. Uh, but I contradict myself because, like, I end up watching porn like two weeks, <laughs> two weeks after I say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. It's hard, bro. It's like. But the thing is, though, I don't take it to heart, heart. Hey, bro, I know people <laughs> who identify with feminism, and they're women, and they watch porn. Right? See? Right. Now this is hard. How do you stick to the principles, man? But, bro, I think, honestly, though, I'm starting to feel like porn ain't the best. Um, You're at that part now? Yeah, I think it's like the way it conditions people. Oh, yeah, dude. And the way... 
like how well it conditions people to really associate these actions. You dismantled it, huh? Yeah, like, cause it fucked me up, bro. I'm pretty sure, like, the, the, all the years of porn, there are a few times I couldn't get it up. And I was like, oh, that's true, that's true. I think this porn shit is affecting this. And ever since then... Yeah, that's true. That's, like, a, that's another factor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it conditions both men and women to believe that certain ways of acting or uh -huh. saying shit, right? Yeah. is what you're supposed to do mm. it does so you end up when you're in bed you end up playing out patterns instead of being oh my gosh. present in order to really experience the other person because mm. uh, you've seen people act a certain way so, so you, you end started up, picking yeah, it up huh? you start emulating it you're like oh i guess this is how you do it this is what you say this is how you slap this is how you choke this is what is supposed to be done when the right. woman is not really thinking about that or even it conditions oh, yeah. the woman, woman to want that why aren't you slapping me why aren't you <laughs> slapping my butt why aren't you choking me mm. Mm, yeah like that's, it, that's true it um it ingrains certain behaviors that they must do in order to achieve to receive validation or they believe that they have to do these things in order to be validated, in order to be attractive, because they hear, oh, dudes watch this porn, these are what the women in porn are doing, oh my so gosh. this must be what I do. Mm. So, it's, it's conditioning, because humans are just mirror animals, we just copy what we see. That's true. I... And so wow, I, you just woke me there. I'm at this I'm at this spot where like, okay, I ain't gonna demonize you for watching porn because bro, I've watched porn since I was like ten. Right? Yeah. But I ain't gonna Hey that's my brother. Oh nice sticker, I see you. Oh uh, right on. <laughs> yeah, it's right, bro. His where was your uh, Where was your ballot? Um well, wherever you're uh, mine was Daily City. Okay. So I uh, went there. And uh, uh, I went to the fire station. Oh, okay. Top uh, of the hill so near, or? No, near Westboro. Oh, oh, okay. So it's south. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we actually used to live around there. Oh, so did you get uh, Daily City ballot? Uh, no, our, ours was on um, Brotherhood Way. Down oh, so that's San Francisco. Down. I actually yeah. saw him, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I saw Amigo over there, our neighbor. Yeah, I saw oh, him good. too. Yeah, y'all yeah, got so many, like, city ballots on yours? On yeah. City? We only got, like, two. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. Why? I don't know. That's kind of crazy, man. Yeah, I wonder why. I guess there's not that much activism to push forward ballots in Daly City. There was okay. a gentrification one, right? No, was it was just, it was just uh, funding for police and fire and also a sales tax that can be diverted to... Uh, the library and some uh, schools. Yeah, but other good. than that, y'all had like 10 or something. Yeah, we had a good two <laughs> pages. Something like that. I was kind of jealous with all of yours. That's weird though. And then I just get two hours and I'm like, oh, this is not that much. That's San Francisco got some I you just see the activism within each county, maybe, maybe, 
I don't know. That's just my thing. Mm, I don't know. Because they're really trying to like, fight to defend the history of it. True. Like, if you think about it, it's dope that there is a history. Just think about it. That's where ethnic studies is at. Yeah. Uh, from what I heard about the FCC, they get grants based out of... Um, it's rooted in funding that activists fought for back in the, I don't know, 70s, 80s? Like, they wow. fought for there to be a certain amount in the budget to be allotted to, to be allotted. social organizations, like community organizations. And that's how some groups are funded, just like the FCC. But not your, you're not your thing, no, huh? No, not me. Not yet, not, not yet. Not yet. That's where the next steps come in. Oh, man, that's why you need... I need, I need to join it, bro, because I think it's mainly on people, huh? You need a lot of people? Or? Yes, it's the people and it's really the souls that you come in, because um, understandably, people have jobs and have commitments, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the challenge that we have at Laia. But what I notice is people come and go and people come back because there's they see a need for it. Um, and I'm grateful. It goes up and down in the numbers, but there are people who are consistent and they come back when their capabilities um, yeah. improve, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like for example, Joelle and Amy had to step back because of the baby. But I'm pretty sure once the time comes, they'll He's be up back. and running. Yeah. How about Joseph? He came back? Yeah, after? he came back from... He's hella consistent now. He's taking the lead in a lot of the projects uh, because now he's back from Berkeley and so like for that year and a half ish he didn't want to do it while he was in Berkeley he could he, had, he didn't have that much time maybe if he went to SF State huh yeah maybe if he was in the area because he was commuting bro also uh, every day um he has a lot of projects and you know, of course architecture what's his major architecture so, dude he's a really dope drawer like an artist in terms of graphics uh, he used to uh, write also um, and tag up places. He has a graffiti. Yeah, graffiti tagging was on point. Um, but he really found his desire before really was architecture and he was able to, to succeed. That's dope. And these are people I want to prop up. Like, these are people that the youth around Daily City should be connected with mm -hmm. and see as role models. Yeah. Um, so it would be dope to have him running community programs where the youth get to see him and people our age also get to build connections and build a network where we support each other. That's true. That's what is the hey, bro. There that's, you go. That's that's the next step. And it's really it's bro, you're it's gonna not make a, a overnight thing. It's a step-by-step -step thing. But it's very important step-by-step -step work. Yeah. It's almost that like, every step is important now. Mm-hmm. And I just try to hopefully plant the seeds in the next generation of leaders. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Bro, you're gonna be uh, a freaking... Uh, uh, you're gonna be an activist organizer. You are an activist organizer, but... I heard that's a, that's a major under ethnic studies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and... Um, I don't, I'm not sure. And ethnic studies, what you can get in San Francisco is like Asian American studies. 
What I heard is starting up in Skyline is an associate degree in social justice. Oh, <laughs> that's starting true. up. I'm actually taking a. Have you had Mustafa? Uh, no, no. I've but heard so much good about him. He's hella good, dude. So I'm taking a class with him next semester. This is. This is a history. Yeah, it's some history one, I think. But I just wanted to take it before I leave Skyline. You don't want to miss out on that. Yeah, thing. yeah. I'm sad I missed out on Janice and it's the whole Cypher community. The whole Cypher thing. Because that seems dope too. That seems hella dope too. They're doing a lot of good. Yeah, Mustafa's cool, man. Uh, he's having a civil rights, a civil rights, uh, and social justice class next semester. I, I think that's it. That's the one you're taking, I huh? I think it's civil rights. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's civil rights history. Yes. That would be dope. That's sick. He brings the wokeness. That's how he got Iridian like hella into it. Really? She's a yeah. She's trying to be a lawyer. Yeah. She sticks to her guts. She sticks to her guns like there's nothing to change what she believes in. She has a she seems she like she has a good soul, dude. Yeah, she'll research on it so much to make herself clear. Well, who are those black ladies that presented? Um one was Halima, the one with the colored hair, and then the other one was Brittany. Both of them were dope too, dude. Well Ooh. articulate, well. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Great presenting skills. I didn't know they were a skyline. They brought the house down. And they were succinct. They yeah. were was a very clear, straight to the point. And good info, like, right. what the fuck? Damn, for some students, though? Yeah! Hello, Wolf, bro! Like, oh, yeah. didn't, I didn't see that coming either, bro. Well, actually, I did. I had no doubt on them, because during the whole meetings, they would just want to express. And I I didn't filter nothing. I wanted them to say whatever you think is right. And if we, if we thought it was wrong, we would criticize them in a way that's, like, helpful. Mm. Yeah. Dude, I really think y'all. Uh, if she says she, y'all don't, she doesn't want collab, like, that's not that it's wrong on her side, but you have to understand why maybe she got to that point, right? And then address that, right? And learn that, okay, maybe some people will get to that point, but the goal is to build community, so what can be done to rebuild that bridge? Right. And that's more important um, than right or wrong. The more important part is how do we rebuild these connections? Because I'll say y'all did a really good job and need to take pride in the success of that collaboration. Bro, are you still going to be working at Skyline when you transfer? Or? I don't think so. Because... Yo, yo! Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll call you back because I'm cutting here real quick. What's up, Gab? Oh, and uh, my uh, Kuya Chris said hi. <laughs> Kuya Chris, my, my mentor. <laughs> I've she met her hi. once only, right? Yeah. At the you, bamboo show. Yeah, you met him at the bamboo show. Yeah, you know. Alright, see you later. I will talk to you later. I know Trump is ahead. Oh, <laughs> she's gonna by 18 points? Oh, fuck.
shit. Okay, thank you for the update. Goodbye. Damn, bro. She's up 18 points, bro. I mean, he, he's, up. he's up 18 points. <laughs> it's like the whole country is one giant pussy and he's grabbing it. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Damn, they just legalized marijuana in Cali. It passed? It looks like it. My bad, bro. This is a long haircut. Oh, good, bro. Yeah, I'm done. You're working your magic, huh? I'm saying thanks to you. For making yeah, this a is a good conversation, bro. We start up some real stuff. Um, I it's, it's, it's. Fuck, man, if he wins, dude! I'm. Oh my gosh! Oh man, if he wins? That's how I know it's rigged, bro. That's how I know politics rigged. I'm, I don't know, bro. I swear. If he wins, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, my family, but that's that's. I'm I'm thinking twice when I next time I vote, bro. Fuck. Fucked up, man. But dude, the way it's set up, right? Electoral college, like. Think about it, you're in California, you're not in yeah. Indiana, Kansas, where these other places It's not our fault, it's the swing their space? fault. Like... Ooh. Oh man, I almost Ooh, done. We gotta swing by for Katrina. Great <laughs> <laughs> culture, but now it's good. Love culture, bro. Love culture, that's what I'm bringing back. Dude, I'm so glad you guys are together, bro. It's been hard for me though. Bro. I remember when like brought her to FCC, dude. At, oh no, yeah, you were there the on our time? first date, bro. Oh my god, dude, you were there since the beginning, date. then. Damn. Oh man. shit. That was your first date. <laughs> I can't believe that. Damn, I remember. Oh yeah, you were there. Who told you about that event? Nomi told me about that event. I really thought nobody, Nomi was gonna be there, but he wasn't there. He just told me just go. That's when I was, I was, uh, I was in Rod's class. Rod's class got so many connections, man. Yeah. He, got, he brought somebody from, like, Native Guns, dude. I'm like, damn, boy. Did you listen to them before? Um, Native Guns? No, is isn't Native. I mean, what's her name? What's her name? Digital Our Martyrs? Struggle. Our Struggle. Yeah, yeah, but yes. she brought a girl in. She was from, I forgot her name. Who did? Um, uh, Rod, Rod, when? she's in Salt Lake, uh, 2015. Oh, Dirty Boots. Dirty Boots, yes, there we go. Yes, 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 she's in Salt Lake Pongan. She's Rachel in Salt Lake Pongan, dude. She's dope musician. She can sing, did she sing for you? Nah, she just talked about, she's a dope singer, bro. She brought some heavy hit. I'm not, I'm not surprised if he brings, like, bamboo or something soon, bro. He's bro, done, he's done good work. Right? Yeah. But damn, I wonder, like, if he wins. Come on, sit up real quick. I'm gonna change that thing. That's, that's just head. scary to think about, bro. Bro. Like, but that's... Fuck. Ah, dude. I'm, like, cringing right now. We're on the, we're on the, the edge. the whole West Coast is. 
Oh, I see something not getting out there. It's really small. You know what? It's gonna be, it's gonna be, honestly, mass hysteria. Really though, to be honest. It's gonna be, there's gonna be, oh, there's gonna be fires being lit up. There's gonna be big ass protests. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there is. There is gonna be a big ass protest. Then you better stay safe. It does, bro. I don't want you. Yeah, we gotta stay safe. Do anything too shady. Shit, man. It's really crazy, bro. Uh, think of the safety of your body for the future of your family. True. True that. We'll leave, we have to leave the 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 or the real 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 power changing work to the the experienced ones. Hmm. But I need yes. a, I feel like I. That's I, why. That's why, bro. The beauty of this is that we are in a community of people with experience. Yeah. Think about everyone we have access to. Rod, Nomi. Um, yeah. People just Joel. Uh, yeah. Who have seen things through the years are wise okay and then we have each other okay the mm -hmm. thing is is to understand that we have capabilities and wisdom as well mm -hmm. it's just a practice of accessing it yeah and then, you know, ask them what, what the next steps are and we'll see it's gonna be another katipunan no fuck they're gonna be the katipunan bro <laughs> oh, fuck. Thanks, brother. Well, that is. Is this cool though? It's cool. Uh, the back is cool. It's like a, it's like a V. Cool. Yeah. It's fucking clean, bro. Right. I like. <sighs> I, I want to see how this grows out, bro. Much love, brother. Hey, you. Hey, you heard the whole thing, huh? Yes. Hey. We'll be able to listen to the wisdom. Listen, wisdom is within you. Wis yes. What? Are you, what you gotta say? Wisdom is within you. Wisdom. Wisdom is actually. What about wisdom? Tune in. Tune in next time. <laughs> tune in next time. It's all rooted in love, it's in my opinion. We'll right. see. We'll see what, what the questions brought up in this in this house. We're gonna see with the next elect, with the next what's going on in TV, bro. Mm. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Peace. And there we go. That was Kevin Lorenzana, both from 2016 and 2017 total. So much love. Thanks for Kevin coming through, being the first official guest of the relaunch of the Kuya Chris and Friends podcast. Hopefully, I'll give some more in the coming weeks, interview locals, Filipinos, Filipino-Americans, Americans, every race, creed, color, thoughts, reflections. So if you have any suggestions, hit me up on Instagram, Kuya Chris, K-U-Y-A-C-H-R-I-S, Twitter, Kuya Chris91, because ah, that's my birth year and someone already took Kuya Chris. Check out my Facebook page, please. I think it's Kuya Chris91 as well. For everything, go to KuyaChris.com. Woohoohoo! That's a lot of Kuya Chris's. But I'm just hopefully giving a little 
point of view from Daly City, California. Much love. Hope your week goes well. Hope your life goes well. Hope you go towards what you want. Be excellent. Be great. Give and create. Peace. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And tell a friend about Kuya Chris and Friends. <laughs> Peace.